1: Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is public speaking expert, James Malinchak. Go to bigmoneyspeaker.com to find out more. James, thank you for being with me today. Hey, Joey. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thank you. James, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. And the reason why I've asked you to come on the online marketing show today is because many of the listeners sell their knowledge for a living. They sell info products, they do coaching or consulting perhaps, they write books and courses, they do webinars. And naturally, another environment that they get asked to share their knowledge is from the stage. So today, I'd love to find out how we can actually create our own workshop or seminar where we can sell our products or services that maybe we're selling online already, and taking that to the stage. James, you're the expert on this, and I'm really looking forward to finding out how to do all of this. I'm glad to be able to help out. James, how did you get into the public speaking industry? Well,
0: my story is uh, so much different than everybody else's. I I never planned on it. I didn't know that, uh, that we could do what we do, which is either get paid in order to speak in front of others, or you know, speak in front of others and help them and serve them and enrich their lives and then have them buy a whole bunch of our our materials after. Uh, I I had no idea about any of that. I didn't even know that the public speaking business, if you will, existed. Uh, So I come from really not knowing anything about how to get this going, Uh, basically to making millions and millions of dollars doing it both in both forms, Uh, both from uh, getting paid to speak in front of groups but also – not getting paid to speak, but being allowed to offer my products after I have uh, spoken. And, and actually, you know, just to kind of g- give the listener, Joey, a little little frame of reference, it, it's nice to get paid a fee, like a check, but many, many times when you speak and you don't get paid, but you're allowed to offer your products after whatever that may be, whether it's an internet course or a marketing course or a motivational course, whatever that might be, Mm -hmm. uh, many times you'll make a lot more doing it that way than if you were paid a check to speak and not allowed to offer your products. And and to give you an example, I recently, after a two-hour presentation, made a million dollars.
1: Wow. Uh, And was that from a product you sold at the back of the room after the event?
0: Correct. Yeah. Products and services, you know, like my coaching and consulting. So... You know, I have yet to get paid a million-dollar fee, not even close. So that kind of gives you a frame of reference on the power of when you have a great product and service that helps people and enriches their lives Mm -hmm. and makes a difference and gives them great information, and then you offer it after, and a whole bunch of people want more of you, and they
1: get your product. So would you recommend rather than getting booked to speak all the time do it for free and then sell your products at the end of the event?
0: Yeah, I think I think the if you're starting out, I think the best way to to really get going the fastest is, you know, to speak for free and then have uh your products offered after um and, and here's why because basically now there's no expense on any organization to have you there. So you could, you could speak for anybody. Sure. A key point, though, is just because you speak doesn't mean that people will buy your products. There's a recipe on how to do it the right way. Just like there's a recipe for baking a cake, there's also a recipe for uh, how to speak and, and give people great wisdom and help them and then have them buy your stuff after so i don't want anyone to think that just because they can stand up and speak in front of a group that people are going to buy their products nothing could be further from the truth
1: if people want to create a workshop or seminar they could go and learn that skill that is something that can be learned isn't it james
0: absolutely it is a learned skill i mean uh, i was not born with it a lot of folks were not born with it it is definitely a learned skill, just like you learn to ride a bike, just like you learn to bake a cake. You, anybody can learn it. it it's, not, it's not difficult, but unless you learn it the right way, you know, it just seems uh, uh, foreign to you, like you, you don't know how to do it.
1: Is that something if people want to improve their, their speaking skills, can they learn that on bigmoneyspeaker.com?
0: They can, or they can go uh, to www.millionairespeakersecrets.com, com I have a whole whole system and course designed around teaching
1: this fantastic so if you were starting out for the first time and you've already told us that you would probably travel around and do it for free, is this something that anyone can do
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. um, you know first of all i think I think the first thing you got to do is you have to have a, a good product or service obviously mm-hmm. you know a lot of the people that i've I've helped and I've taught. Uh, have been Internet folks. You know, these are great people who are marketing great great products on the Internet, but they realize that if they got out there and, and gave a speech, a presentation about what they're doing, you know, they could have what's called a big payday. And a big payday is, you know, you, you, you speak for an event. And I just spoke for an event last weekend, and I did a 90-minute presentation, and we did uh, $50,000 in back-of-the-room sales.
1: Awesome. Do you mind me asking, James, how often do you have a big payday?
0: Well, um, I consider every time I go out to have a big payday, or else why would I go out?
1: So how often do you recommend people do this? If they got into it like yourself, doing it regularly, is it once a month or once a week?
0: It, It really See, one of the things I always share with folks is that you ought to create your business, whether it's your speaking business, your internet business, your marketing business, your whatever business. You should always create your business around your lifestyle You don't create your lifestyle around your business. So if someone wants to go out every weekend, I mean, there was a time, Joey, when I was doing 150 talks a year. Wow. Now that's not the case because I have a different lifestyle. I don't want to be going out. I'd rather be home more, you Mm -hmm. know, so um, if you want to do it once a month, if you want to do it once a week, uh, if you want to do it, you know, two times a week, it's totally up to you. So there's not a set rule on how often someone should be going out to speak. It's really whatever fits your life.
1: Sure, so when first starting out, could we try setting up our own seminars? Is, is that something we should attempt, or should we just stick to talking at someone else's event for free? How did you start off?
0: Yeah, well, Well. well two things. Number one, I, so, I started off doing my own seminars uh, years ago, and, and honestly, Joey, I didn't know what the heck I was doing when I started. <laughs> you know, I thought, boy, if I just rent a hotel room, And uh, I tell people I'm having a seminar, the people are just going to come. And, you know, nothing could be further from the truth. My very first Mm -hmm. seminar, I had 12 people. You know, now we get, you know, seminars where we're we're approaching 300 people, you know, and above. But, um, you know, here's how I think someone should start. I think first you should have a really good product or service. I think uh, the next point is you should learn how to create a presentation the right way that, helps people in the audience and enriches their lives and serves them and then makes them want to buy your product. And then number three, I think you should start off by speaking at other people's events because the hardest thing to do for a seminar, Joey, is to fill the room. Yeah. You know, so I would start off by speaking at other people's events and build, you know, have some sales there, build the following, build a list, You know, if you're permitted, you can collect the the business cards and email addresses of everybody in the audience, and, you know, you keep doing that, and you keep building your list, Uh, and I would speak starting out as much as I could in order to do three things. In order, number one, to get stage time, meaning be on stage and practice and keep practicing to get better. Number two, to make some money by selling my products, and number three, to... Uh, four reasons number three to build my list and number four to meet the other promoters and other seminar folks who have events who could have me come speak at their events
1: okay when you say building your list james do you collect people's details when they buy from you how do you get their details from a seminar
0: well there there are two ways now number one is uh, obviously anybody who buys your stuff they are then automatically on your list but then uh, the, the second way, and this is only if the person putting the event on allows you to do this. Yeah. But the second way is to offer during your presentation a uh, drawing for a free gift. You know, usually the free gift is one of your products. Mm-hmm. And so everybody passes in their business card, and they all go into a bag, and you draw in the middle of your presentation. You draw one name out, and whoever gets drawn wins the free, the free gift, the free product. But what that now does is you have a bag full of contact information and business cards of people. Great idea. But again, only only because there are a lot of people who put events on where you're not allowed to do that, which like at my event, no guest speaker is allowed to do that.
1: Okay, so you have to ask permission before you do something like that, get permission from the organizer of the event. And you would just let the organizers of the event then worry about getting bums on seats and filling the room you'd leave all that to them
0: yeah because that's the hardest thing to do right there and the most expensive thing to do you know so um, i would i would start out by um you know getting on other people's events but not only that too you could also be on teleseminars for other people so speaking speaking is much more than just speaking in front of a room you could be speaking on a teleseminar for someone
1: james when you first started out how did you position yourself as an expert and build that credibility and authority that made people want to then go and buy your stuff?
0: You know, that is a really good question. And I think that's something that everybody has to really focus on. So here's what you have to do. You have to look at who else out is out there already who might be speaking on the topic that you're going to speak on. So let's take, uh, you know, maybe internet marketing, right? Internet marketing is... Basically, you know, it, it covers a whole bunch of things from lead generation to autoresponders to shopping carts to, you know, e to, you know, copywriting. So which, which one of those topics are you going to pick? And which one can you pick that maybe others aren't out there being an expert on? So, uh, for example, maybe you're an expert on how to do one-page websites where you sell a downloadable ebook for twenty seven dollars and then and you have four or five of those that are going that are bringing you money well that would be something that would be unique because see that's an expertise on one thing like one page websites you know or like a uh, maybe you're an expert on how to do a membership site so you speak on membership sites rather than just speaking on internet marketing in general
1: so it's really a matter of positioning yourself in one particular niche if there's already someone out there who may be better known or more credible at the moment, um, would you niche down further, like spot an even more specific gap in the market and fill that space?
0: Exactly. You create your your own category. There's a great book called The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing.
1: Yeah, I've read that. It's Al Ries and Jack Trout, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, Al Reese and Jack Trout. Very good book. Sure. And in there, it talks about you know the law of the category, which says if you can't be first, in a category like, I mean, you, you're not going to be first in internet marketing because there's tons of people out there on internet marketing, but you can be first in a category within internet marketing. So, you know, that's definitely what you want to do. Create a category and then you want to fill that
1: category. Fantastic. In in terms of um, products, James, what sort of things can we sell other than books or audios? Are there any other things that we can promote?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I'm, uh, you know, really big at selling now or coaching programs. You know, uh, whether it's by by the phone, you know, delivering it via telephone or delivering it in person. You know, I, I do some coaching that is um, via telephone. I do other coaching that is uh, uh, in person, like a group in-person meeting. But then I also do other uh, coaching where people come to my house, and it's one-on-one, me coaching them at my house. So you know those three are really the primary ones that, that you do and uh, i highly suggest that that everybody consider at some point doing some sort of coaching because the price is so much higher than a product you know so if we have like a product that we sell for $500 or uh, two thousand or up to two thousand dollars. That's one thing, but like you know, I have a coaching program that I sell for forty-seven thousand dollars, and I have another one that I sell for one hundred thousand dollars. Wow! You know, so because basically, what people are buying from you when you do a a coaching program is they're buying speed, they're buying results, and they're buying getting rid of the problems they have and doing it fast. You know, and you helping them, you organizing them, you coaching them through different situation so that, that's why you know, I think everybody should have some sort of coaching program because there's something that you are doing right now that others would pay you for to teach them
1: okay and it's obviously a very high ticket item so it pays nicely as well
0: yeah and the other thing Joey too is um, you don't know how people best learn like some people might want your audio CDs or your books or your DVDs, but then there are people like me who are busy and I don't have time to go through you know, yeah. CDs and courses, and I'd rather just hire you, Joey, to you know, get on the phone with me once a month for six months and just teach me how to do it and, and walk me through it hand by hand.
1: Yeah, and, and so that is something you can do with people over the phone, face-to-face, and what was the third way that you said, James?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, face-to-face. Uh, in a group setting, and then the second one is face-to-face, one-on-one, and then the third way is over the phone. And actually, over the phone could be one-on-one or in a group setting also.
1: When you say in a group setting, is that similar to your boot camp weekends?
0: No, actually, uh, a smaller one, um, like a mastermind. Like I have two different types of uh, coaching masterminds. One one is um, where we get like 25 people in a room. And we spend two days coaching. I coach them. Everybody has time to talk about what they're doing and what their challenges are. And I help them, and the other group members help them. And then the, the second way is I have a program where I have uh, f- five people at, at the same time come to my house. So they come to my house in Las Vegas, and we sit in my conference room, and I do the same thing uh, with them, but it's a smaller group. So it's five people, and then i got 25 people in the other groups.
1: And they're still probably going to learn better that way because even though it's a group setting, you're still very close to the teacher and the mentor, um, rather than being in a room with like 300 people where it's much less interactive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because in a room of like let's say 300, you know, it, it, uh, it's amazing. Now there are people who I don't—they'll come up to me, you know, a couple months after a boot camp that I do, and they'll come up to me and say, "Oh man, I loved your boot camp, you know, last month, you know, when I went to it." And I'm and I'm thinking, and I didn't even see this person there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so many people that I didn't, I didn't even see them So,
1: okay what would you say are just a few quick tips for the listeners of how to give a great presentation
0: well this is going to be shocking Joey Okay. because <laughs> uh, nobody ever believes me when I tell them but I assure you the number one way to make sure nobody buys your stuff after you give a great presentation is, is teaching too much okay sure And uh, here's what happens. When you teach too much, when you over-teach, they start to equate that with work. And they say, oh, my gosh, Joey, geez, man, he just talked for an hour. on all." Can you imagine if I bought that course? Oh, my gosh, he gave so many. See, and and that goes totally against what we think we should do. And I was guilty of it. Um, We think that we should get up there and give so many bullet points like, Okay, in this hour, I'm going to give you 35 different ways to make money on the Internet, right? Well, how, well, first of all, how is everybody going to remember 35 ways? And then number two, it's like it becomes overwhelming, and what happens is people start to push away from you and shy away from you, and they start to say, oh, my God, yeah, this was an hour, and he gave us 35 points. Can you imagine if I went through his six CDs? He'd give me two, 200 different points, and I don't have time to go through them all.
1: I know exactly what you mean James I used to be a salesman and I'd be on the phone cold calling people and I'd talk 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 at them and think that I was selling it really well by giving them all of these great points but I learned as I got better to let them do the talking and I would sell much more that way just by listening and letting them talk so how would you find that balance then James? how would you not teach too much but still have them be satisfied with the amount that you've given
0: well, well, you know, it's too. There's way too much to go through than for me to be able to answer in like three minutes. Because I teach three days in a seminar on how to do this. But I will tell you, uh, a short answer is I'm really big on. It depends if you're speaking like three. Let's say 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Uh, let's say up to maybe an hour and a half. You only you give no more than three ideas or five ideas at most. Now, under each under each idea, you could have some... You know, you could teach and have more points, but, you know, you don't want to get up there and just bombard people with a bunch of different points and ideas, because I, I believe people can only remember three things. So I give three, like, components or three parts. And, and under each part, there's, you know, subparts, parts, and I teach more, yeah. but... Uh, the one thing you do not want to get into is like, okay, today I'm going to teach you the 21 steps to make money on the internet. 21 steps in the next 60 minutes, holy mackerel, that's going to be like, you know, uh, three minutes per step, roughly. And so he's sure. going to be bombarding us. No, you don't want to do that.
1: You don't want information overload.
0: Information overload, exactly. Oh, And, and by the way, let me tell you the other thing that uh, this will definitely help your listener, Joey. When, uh, when you give too many steps and you teach too much they don't buy your products and your services because they feel like they already learned everything right okay yeah why Sorry. do i give joey a thousand dollars for his course he just taught me the seven steps to make money on the internet i already know them yeah so that's the other thing you run the risk of doing
1: so you give them a little piece and leave them wanting more
0: yeah i call it the soap opera technique you watch the soap opera right yes and uh, the soap opera is entertaining, and, and everybody loves it, and they, they had fun, they were under, entertained, and then, and then it ends, right? And they want yeah. more. They've got to come back next week for the next next episode. Well, the next episode is me buying your product.: Yeah, so you, yeah. you want to you definitely want to leave you know, you don't want to give them everything, number one because you'll overwhelm them, and they'll equate it to work, and the minute they think that your stuff is work, they're not going to buy because they don't want to work and do all that extra stuff. And the the second reason is, you know, you give them all your tips and strategies, then they don't need to buy the course because they already wrote them down in their notes.
1: One last question for you, James. You said that you will give a little bit of information and save the rest for the course or the coaching. Um, I hear very differing opinions on this. Do you give your best stuff straight away as the free sample, or do you save that later for the stuff that they paid for?
0: Um, You give a, a dabble of your best stuff. I don't think you give all of it, but you definitely, you know, I'm a big believer that you do give, you do give content, you do serve people, and you do help people. But I, I don't believe, I'm also a big believer that you don't give all your great stuff because people should also be paying for your time, knowledge, experience, and expertise, because here's why. You know, let's say that you teach me something, Joey. In one of your courses, and let's say that I pay 500 dollars for your course, and I learned something because I bought your course. Well, I learned something, and then let's say I go make a1,000 dollars this month with what I learned from you. But now I have your information forever, and so next month I make a thousand, and the following month I make a1,000, and so on and so on. So now, every year for the next five or 10 years, I'm making a thousand bucks off what I learned from you every month. You deserve to be appropriately and highly compensated for giving me that information.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. You
0: know, and a lot of people don't get that. They just want to give what they know. They just want to give it away for free to everybody. And um, I don't believe that you should be doing that because you deserve to be compensated because you went and invested and you learned in that information. You, You, you know, went through courses and seminars and hired coaches and consultants. So... Why shouldn't you now be paid for what you're, you're giving to people?
1: James, I want to thank you for being on the call today. You've given us a lot of value, which we can go straight out there and start implementing. Where can we go to find out more about you? And if we're really serious about getting good at public speaking, where should we go?
0: Oh, well, yeah. If anybody would like to find out more and, and uh, learn from us, we'd love to have you, love to help you. It's speaker secrets.com that's m-i-l-l-i-o-n-s-p-e-a-k-e-r secrets s-e-c-r-e-t-s.com or www.bigmoneyspeaker.com
1: fantastic that's the end of today's show everyone thank you for tuning in james thank you for coming on the show
0: thank you joey i appreciate it thanks for having me the online marketing show every day with joseph bushnell